What's up, bro? What's up, Bianca? <laughs> Is it your podca- podcast already? Yeah, it's me and Honor. Hi. What are you doing? Uh, I just finished with climbing, so I don't really have time right now. Uh, you're a very busy girl. Climbing? Um, <laughs> no, it's like climbing. 10.30 p.m. It's time for what? No, it's like 10.30, like, and I'm tired and I'm gonna go home and... I don't know. I'm just dead. So, but what, what the fuck is up? Nothing much. Climbing What's the a rock update wall? with you? Yeah, climbing a rock you wall. Yeah, it's my only true time. What? What's up with you? Bianca? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Walter, I don't want to do your fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about your Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, John and Dean told us both separately that the podcast was too quiet. Yeah, but we think they're just old men, so they can't hear it because we both listened to parts of it. And I it didn't. Seems... I just scrubbed through it, yeah, and it sounded fine. It sounded a little too loud to me. Yes. It sounded insufferable. Could... Yeah, we're insufferable and we're... extreme. No, nobody even calls extreme. That you was... called us that. I stole that I, from your Twitter. That's what that came from. Oh, I don't know. I was like on a, like a wave. I was I was like, I'm not going to care what anybody says. I'm just going to be super choppedly confident. Yeah, and then, Anna was like, like then I got broken. fun of me for being sensitive and then like had a full sensitive breakdown at like 5 a.m. while I was sleeping. Yeah. Um, while I was sleeping too, I woke up from a nightmare where anonymous um, I own pod OG. It's like our, your OG subscribers don't like this. You should take you should take a you should take a hint. Right, well, um uh, it was just some rant, whatever uh but john and dean said it was too quiet so if any young people old people anyone comment message us give us your age yeah, your and age tell us gender. about the sound levels please uh-huh. um hello hey nina it's walt and honor hi <laughs> hi how are you doing we're good. What's We're going good. on? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, you're like by far oh. the smartest guest we've had. <laughs> and you haven't even said anything But it's yet. not saying much because we like associate with mostly retarded people. No, but I feel like, yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, but we haven't even had the full retards on yet. Yeah, we have like much more retarded people to have on soon. But even the ones we've had so far, you're way above and beyond. Yeah. Like a different uh, weight class. Of, what uh, do you think? <laughs> How do you think intelligence is measured, Dr. Powers? Power? Wow, crazy last name to have and then be canceled, actually. Wow. <laughs> I just learned about your cancellation, actually. I mean... Sorry, we're coming off strong. What's going on? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just writing something about seagulls. Seagulls? Seagulls, you know, those sort of big birds... Yeah, but yeah. Generally, my girlfriend Yunya, <laughs> one of my favorite quotes of hers is we were in uh we were in we were like somewhere in the beach in Italy for a job and there's a huge seagull that like landed on the table and she goes, "Man, that's a weird looking pigeon." <laughs> <laughs> what are you writing well, about exactly, seagulls? I, oh, I'm I'm just 
writing about how there are more seagulls near where I live than there used to be, and I'm trying to speculate, channeling the spirit of my dead grandmother as to why there are more seagulls now. Was she an ornithologist or a psychic? or? No, absolutely not. She was uh, a kind of illiterate uh, woman who, who spent a lot of time outside, and she had all these folk ideas about why things happened. She and I was just... Cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was fantastic. <laughs> I I really enjoy your Substack, which is more like it's more like it's poetry. Would you is that how you describe it? I guess so. I mean, it's sort of like uh, like a, yeah, a sort of a prose. Um, I don't know. I want to say slippery slope somehow, but I don't know what that means. Um, <laughs> I really wanted just to kind ask of emanation. You. I really wanted to ask you about Substack because I know, like, you oh, were really around. Joyce mode. Yeah, exactly. Like, sh- like Nina was really around during the golden age of blogging. Like, mm-hmm. like back, what did you guys use? Like, Blogspot? I know I'm talking like it was the 1920s, but in, like, technology mm-hmm. years, it pretty much was. <laughs> what? Is, yeah. What was the main platform? Um, so I guess it was Blogspot. Um, I had a site that was, yeah, that I used, no, it was Blogger, I guess, Blogger.com or something. And yes, and then it was hosted by my friend Michael, who had a site called Synestatic that used to host a lot of blogs. But actually, when I started my blog in 2004, I was already quite late. I remember going to the pub with all these sort of, men who wrote about music and culture and they were sort of laughing at people getting a blog in 2004 right. because it was like wow. <laughs> right we're, now we're in 2021 and like still blogging somehow or like whatever i mean yeah, I don't, yeah my substack's called my blog yeah mine's called walt's important thoughts <laughs> I, i've seen it i was just looking at, at I, it actually Oh wow, amazing! It's kind of a blog, honestly. Like, it's, I feel like it's not far yeah. off from. Like, Someone subtweeted me on Twitter. Well, no, they said like they put like the little asterisks where the vowels are in my name, oh, yeah. and they were like, like bitches, bitches think they invented a, a bl- something, something that I, oh, I thought I invented, and they're like, you do not, not even heard of Live Journal, <laughs> and I, right. I was like, that would be a great thing to bring back, a Live Journal. There's so many of them. They probably yeah. shut it down. Yeah. Probably. It maybe exists in some sort of, I don't know, North Korean bunker or something. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Do you see, like, a parallel between, like, th- this, like, whatever Substack moment blog revival that we have now and, like, the, the yeah, heyday? Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking, though, the, the sort of interesting innovation or one of them with Substack is the fact that you could actually have an entirely secret code network, if you see what I mean, because... When you send the email out about the post, you actually create a kind of archive in the sort of email, um, uh, I don't know, cloud of everyone who signed up to your Substack. So you could actually be communicating all of these things that would that would not actually exist on online because you could immediately delete Delete the post if you know what I mean. Wow! So you could have like this amazing kind of like secret communication network. I mean, that's what Angelicism does. Yeah, and then there's a couple other accounts yeah. where they rec- have recruited. Have they? Have you gotten recruited to be one an Angelicism, cl- one of the clones no, of a clone? No. I, was, I was like, it's too much to take on. Yeah, um, I can't take on What do you think about like the Anon pill? Like these like like faceless, nameless creators online gaining popularity? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like it's about time, you know, something interesting happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like people actually wrote, you know, and taught things again. You know, after this kind of like tyrannical, uh, sort of terrified moment, you know, where where we've had this like narcissistic takeover by these sadists, you know, <laughs> masquerading as like, you know, like, <laughs> emperors yeah. of culture. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like. If you asked me even a year ago, if like, if if you said like, Walter, next year you're going to be like hyped on Substack, I'd be like, what the oh, hell yeah. are you even talking Even like when like ben, ben Smith's big Substack article came out like three months ago, I was like, what is I, this? I, it's just so weird. It's like how, it's just, I mean, it, it stuff just takes, takes such a full circle. It's like, and I think it's just at the end of the day, it's because it's like words and it's like just words. And it's like that at the end of the day is like what is really the most powerful and it's like that's why like the reason that when back in the day when you guys were going crazy on blogs about the reason like that was so like cool is because um it was like that type of like accessibility i guess i mean how did you guys did you all link to each other's blog spots with like a blog role or something like i don't get like before twitter how did you guys how did people (laughs) find out like how how did how did you guys get connected or how did you yes So I think, I mean, you know, Mark um, was the kind of, I don't know, like in a way, um, the sort of chief blog person in a certain way. And there was a kind of, already a kind of network about, around him. And But like, I suppose what you would do is you would, if you, I don't know, like your first post, you would link and discuss something on someone else's blog so that right. they would see it. Like on Yeah, the we need back. more hyperlink then, action yeah. on our stuff. Yeah. So, but it was actually like very intimate and it was like having a kind of uh, infinite conversation. And I think like when people started publishing things from their blog, and I did this as well, I was really, really shocked at the difference in the way in which people would treat text. Like once it was printed, because we all thought the book was over or like that form of, um, I don't know, taking more seriously something just because it was in a book. And But people really do and they still do sort of. And because we were so used to having these conversations on blogs that were always in a way unfinished, but in this beautiful way. When I've read, there's like times when I've read like K-Punk or whatever, like the... the It's too heavy. Meaning the like, uh, (laughs) meaning like the printed version, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I, you can tell you're like, this is supposed to be read like on a screen, actually. Like it feels weird reading it. (laughs) Did you publish your, I mean, also like the, what's it, post-internet art, that blog? I didn't, you know that blog? Like, I don't, Um, it's just, it's just crazy how uh, things become real when they're in print. Like it becomes like a, but also, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if, will you ever print your sub stack? No, I can't imagine. I mean, I I don't know. I didn't even think I'd have a sub stack like four months ago. So maybe I would. Um, but Nina, I thought I'm, I mean, I haven't read your book, but I was making a joke. Did I make this joke to you the other day? Uh, it was like, oh, I don't want to lose weight. I just want to be like one dimension. I just, I just want to be like one dimensional, like anime. And your book is your book about what? anime Wait, girls, one dimensional woman. <laughs> oh yeah, this is this is so old. Um, this is from 2009. I mean, it doesn't even make sense anymore. This book, like, it doesn't relate to anything that's actually happening. It's very, it's very, it's kind of interesting as a document of a previous period. Yeah, that's like but, uh, that's but only fun, in, in that way. Yeah, well, that's fun yeah, about theory. I mean, it was, it, 
Yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, it was supposed to be funny because I was reading all this feminist stuff and it was so unfunny and I was like, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> why is it all so boring and sort of po-faced? So I thought I would write like a sort of, you know, black humour feminist book, but um, but actually it's not really very feminist at all and it turns out I was being quite kind of mean and... Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's I think that was, is feminist now yeah, to that, be mean. Now that's very whatever feminist. wave we're on. It's well, no, I know, but like, but it wasn't mean mm-hmm. in a kind of in this horrible way. That like, you know, now everyone says, you know, like all men are toxic, or you know, it's it, it's not. It wasn't horrible in that way. It was kind of like jokey, and it's also self-critical. Like the whole book was about how like everyone was a kind of idiot. Were people and, very angry? You know, and, well, some people were angry. I mean, I was trying to say that, like, equality would, would sort of be like men and women be, equal, being equally sort of rubbish. You right. know, and this was actually like a great stage in the development of human emancipation and, you know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, no, I mean, it, it, it was, it's very strange. It was before all this, this stuff about how men are all evil and, you know, the, before the meaning of gender changed and, I don't know. It was, yeah, it's what very, is the like, meaning of gender what do you well, see you know, the for second, future? The there? second wave is, is not over, you know. I think the second wave was like this truly radical moment that like no one has come to terms with. And, you know, I, I don't know. People just quickly wanted to pretend that it was was bad and, and has finished. But I, I think it hasn't. I think it's like this great, um, astonishing thing. Like I have these books by like Mary Daly that are like 500 pages long called things like Pure Lust. You know, and you're like, what are these books about? You know, um, so I don't know. <laughs> um, There's a reason they don't want you to read the second wave, right? <laughs> I mean, it does. That's because it doesn't line up with like party lines. I mean, they're well, gonna, yeah, they're, they'll realign, they'll realign the party lines until everything aligns. They will. <laughs> I mean, is what like a, what a crazy grand narrative, like critical race theory, or like evolu, or like Darwinist evolu, like. They just, they be making up stuff. And like, it's the truth. Like, I think feminism will probably get its grip on itself soon, right? What do you think about critical race theory? Because you're a theorist. <laughs> well, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's going to um, improve the everyday life of, of anybody. Um, but it will make, <laughs> yeah. it will make a lot of money. <laughs> it'll make a lot of money for some people also like, is it honor- an amazing project though like yeah, it's I mean, a it's a it's an amazing project i w- also just honor like can't honor like within if there's two seconds of silence honor just has to fill it with what do you think of critical race theory no i don't know i get i don't know i get nervous and i, I when i get nervous yeah, i talk you, a lot when okay? you get nervous you go to your safe space which is what do you think of critical race theory? <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you want to um, talk about your yeah, new book I- that's oh, coming out oh, in January. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, apparently. Um, well, I mean, it's really, it's a very, it's a very simple book. I, I sort of basically say that men aren't that bad, actually, and oh, you know agree. that we I should <laughs> that we should kind of all try and get along a bit better. And you know, again, I suppose I'm repeating my earlier claim that we're all essentially idiots, mm-hmm. and you know that life is much more fun if we we sort of. Um, uh, accept that fact and then and sort of joke about it and you know that, that men have feelings too and 
Yeah, we're yeah. I'm a very, some yeah. game. I'm an emotional guy. I'm very yeah. sensitive. We, I'm doing a blurb for Sean Conroy's new book. Yes, man. I said, I said, bringing back male literature. Yeah, so, men have feelings too, and they write beautiful things. And um, do you think men and women are stupid or rubbish in the same way or different <laughs> ways? Or like, what's like? Do I think that men like what men and women like? As I always think, like, women are rubbish in their own way and men are rubbish in their own way and we have to balance each other yeah. out through the perfect uh, well, heterosexual yeah, exactly. relations. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, basically, it's a book that's sort of unapologetically, like, heterosocial, um, which is saying, like, you know, there are men and women and we live in the world together and we see each other all the time and maybe sometimes we should spend more time apart and we are different, but we're kind of compatible and we civilize each other and this is actually like a really lovely thing yeah the way god made play. us <laughs> yeah exactly and so it has all this stuff about cosmic sexual difference but i had to take quite a lot of it out because the editor was like what <laughs> in five like, years in five years second edition we'll have that all in um yeah, but exactly. what is the thing about women <laughs> being untamed and men being like civil like which one is the wild animal men or women well, both, um, but in different ways. What? So, yeah, I mean, so, so the whole point about, like, mutual sort of um, self-civilizing, like, how we civilize each other. So, like, you know, if men spend too much time on their own, they become kind of grotesque, rotting machines, you know, like mm -hmm. the glory hole is, like, the apex. Of they all, the they become gay. It's, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, repetitious, sort of machine-like. You know, whereas I think if women spend too much time on their own, they just end up sort of weeping, you know, in a sort of witchy <laughs> pile, right. you know. So, I mean, these are like... <laughs> so your book is like the based but, women who yeah, run with the wolves? It, it's it's a based... Well, it is quite based. I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> people have tried to cancel it, like, multiply already. So, I mean... <laughs> That's good. If you, haven't but, you, even know. you haven't even published and it's already wow. canceled. That's no. like uh, American That's Psycho. They tried to cancel it before it was published uh, and it just was the greatest hype. Yeah, it's really, exactly. There's, yeah. We're post... This podcast is very post-canceled. But it's pretty cringe in the joshua citrella discord they're like don't cancel them that's exactly what they want like, yeah oh. that's what they say but it's not true it's not what i want it just doesn't matter to me yeah it's it's, like, i can't get canceled it's fine i mean they can try um did your cancellation yeah, I mean, give like you post-traumatic stress oh no you go i i think being canceled is like very beautiful i mean i agree with this and i think you know it's like it's you you enter into this this other realm of a kind of like spiritual freedom you know, and like you, you have access to this kind of like angelic personhood. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I just think like uh, some people can't get canceled unless they like say the N word or something. And I like thought I was in that was. tier. I thought I was uncancelable. And then I got micro canceled. And like, honestly, it really hurts. It really hurts to like have things withheld. Oh, yeah. No, no. I mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's like, uh, yeah, but it's uh It feels good it's a kind of The only way to it do it like is what you, is to do what you martyr. said, Nina, which is like you just like pound through it, right? Like you like you just raw dog it and then like you know, like <laughs> next thing you know you like emerge and because I mean think about like all the cancelled people, like the mega like people like Glenn or like uh what's her name? Katie Herzog and Jesse Sink. Like they're all like Who is that? they they were like people were saying they were transphobic, it's like a classic thing. They didn't do anything though. But they have a both my point is Glenn is like the most su successful substack or whatever and Katie and Jesse mm. have like 
a podcast that makes like 200k a month on patreon it's like so it's like i feel like if you just raw dog it and you say all right whatever you know like and try to get through all the 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 hard part is just the emotional stuff like i get sensitive when people just like call me annoying online Mm -hmm. (laughs) so like you know yeah i don't know i mean (laughs) people have called me like just about everything apart from like i don't know uh, an animal molester. Mm-hmm. They think you uh, use well, too many so big words that's from my preliminary googling <laughs> of your of your book. They, they too many big words. But that's like I, for that's a woman. What, that's like the yeah, women should obscure answers. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but that's the classic thing that people say when they like when they get pissed. Like they're like word salad. That's like the blued out thing. Yeah, which is I don't know what like. Do you think there's been like a collective dumbing down of the whole entire world? <laughs> Only Warwick can save us. Honestly, we should have gone there. Do you think people are dumber than they were when you were a blog- young blogger? Um, no, I, don't, I mean, not necessarily. I, I think the other way of looking at this is, like, think about the people who are sort of doing the cancelling in a way. They're, they're, like, very, very scared in some ways. And there's this kind of affect, which is this sort of, uh, you often get on the left, which is this kind of sneering. And, like, this is my least favorite affect, which is, like, the sneer, you know, when basically everything... It's it's a kind of, like, soft nihilism for people who are a bit, um, I don't know, protective of their own position, and they don't want to be caught out, like, being right. enthusiastic or, you know, and it's so... But it's a sneer, you know, and they kind of sneer at everyone. And But imagine being that kind of person who has to sneer all the time. I mean, like, if you you're a journalist, enjoy anything. Yeah, like everything is kind of like you're you're looking at it with this kind of I don't know your head slightly cocked to one side, trying to work out like how you can criticize it, you know. And nothing is beautiful to you, and everything is just I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing that I of, that I freaked out on my criticisms uh, on some anonymous Discord. Everyone was saying that I was saying things ironically. Yeah, we and, hate and that. I, I I was like, There's you no can't difference. like how do you know? I, like we need new words we need new core we need new like binary spectrum whatever it is we can't move. i'm also like not being ironic most of the time but everyone always thinks there is no is there's ironic. no That's there's no based in cringe there's no the only thing that we're not be uh, beyond is good and evil that still exists i think do you think it exists nina doctor what? Sorry, I can't hear you. Do you think well. good and evil exist? Walter, fix my mic. Can you hear me? Your microphone's fine. You just like ramble on and she can't understand Okay, you. sorry. I'm not articulate right now because I'm nervous after my last uh, guffaw. Whatever, you guys go. I'll gather myself. She was asking if you think good and evil exists. Because <laughs> obviously, so ironic and sincere doesn't. Ironic and sincere, oh, yeah, like- based and cringe, those are the same. Like That's like... Uh, doesn't exist but good and evil has to still exist right like we're not beyond yeah, I, I th- no 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 I, I think they do they do exist and and i think you know evil is is not necessarily kind of always actively malevolent like sometimes it's it's done under the cover of goodness which makes it more difficult right like the devil doesn't come and say like oh, hi i'm the devil right it's like not, yeah. <laughs> i think lately the devil, the devil has <laughs> been saying i am the devil like with like with like Lil Nas X and stuff like obviously that man is working for the devil and he's <laughs> saying that he's working for the devil the demons know how to co- do you believe in demons yeah absolutely she's teaching a whole she's teaching an entire class on angels right now whoa 
give us a little syllabus yeah. hint. Yeah. But I, I think, so I, th- I think basically, you know, humanity took a wrong turn when it stops talking about demons, when it stops mm-hmm. using demons as a way of understanding, you know, anything from like addiction to, you know, uh, external uh, attack or, you know, uh, rumination or troubling thoughts I mean, or, it just you know, active is mm-hmm. demons i just found this out like like alien abductions fairy abductions like any unexplained thing ever it's just the simplest answer and i can't it's so scary now so like do you live in demons. fear I, I mean i can't tell if things are like dumb or demons half the time <laughs> it's like is it dumb or is it demons uh-huh. and it can be both i think <laughs> but yeah but there are angels too right and right. and I think the thing the thing is like you can conquer demons, right? If you understand them, mm-hmm. and if you give them a name, and you know, actually, like demons don't necessarily want to be demons. They're they're kind of they're also like all of these negative things, like I don't know, envy or greed or whatever, like things that afflict people, like and people are hurt by them. And you know, there's this great line about like you're not punished for your sins, but by them. You know, and so when people kind of repeatedly do things that hurt themselves and hurt other people, and they don't really understand why, but if you can, like, give a name to your demon and, like, you know, stroke its hair and, like, make it go to sleep or <laughs> ignore it, you know, uh, then, then it's, like, it's possible to a deal minor with it. And I think it's like, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and my, my great uncle was an exorcist. Oh, really? For, yeah, and it, for the, what yeah. church? They have the, for the Catholic for, Church? For the Anglican Church. For the church. Anglican Church, wow. So, yeah. And, um, you know, like, people would move into Bristol and there would be, like, an evil spirit in the house and he would, like, try and talk it down and, you know, like, tell it to move on and you can do it. <laughs> yeah, I was just reading a book by the Vatican, like, most famous of the past 20 years exorcist. I forgot his name, but... I was hearing rumors that he was performing once a week exorcisms on that Pope who was before, I mean, on that anti-Pope who was before anti-Pope Francis. Um, that guy was apparently just actually possessed. Mm-hmm. And that's why he had to step down. Which, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, seems real enough. I got baptized and suddenly I don't have some of the issues I used to have. Right. Well, you still have plenty of other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I feel like some, sometimes I feel like I heard someone describe step work as like an exorcism like and I, I I actually like feel that personally like it's like when you like dig so deep like into yourself and like literally take it out and like put it on paper and like tell someone out it like feels like you're like ripping demons out of your body and afterwards you like feel clean yeah I mean I think the really difficult thing is like remaining calm Right. You know, like, this is actually a very, very hard thing to achieve. Like, it's very easy in a way to, like, up the intensity all the time. Like, even if you're, like, fixing a problem, it's, like, intense. You know, but actually, like, it's the hardest thing in the world to, like, maintain this kind of state of, like, almost boredom. And I really want to write this kind of defense of, of boredom in Gen X because I think we were the last generation in a way that was bored. And there was really something kind of good about that, like... I didn't use the internet until I was 18. Wow, that should be <laughs> the know, legal age. what did I do age? for 18 yeah. years? Mm-hmm. No, nobody should be able to use it past 18 now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I was just reading reading someone, you know, Douglas Copeland? How do you say his name? The guy? Yeah. Yeah, I, 
I just want someone to write the Gen Z one of that uh, that book because it's just so fun. And like Gen X, like it really, they produce the best art about their generation, I think of any generation ever. Really? I think so. <laughs> they were super, they really took on their name. They were like, yeah, we're Doom generation. Uh, yeah, just like yeah, the way yeah. Zoomers, like we've really yeah, taken on, like I, we're, yeah, Zoom. Yeah, yeah, we're Zoom. So we're the new, I don't know. I really like, I'm like, like if I was like trans generation, if I, if someone was to misgeneration me, mm-hmm. I would much prefer they say Gen X than millennial. I'm almost a, I am a millennial you, baby. 95? I, 95. I'm mm. like on the cusp. Yeah, you're inter. I'm intergenerate, yeah. Intergeneration. I'm yeah. by, uh, I'm, <laughs> yeah. what's it called? This, uh, like, Bennington SJWs were bullying me. They're like, hashtag Honor Levy is a millennial, hashtag Honor Levy is a millennial. And I was like, literally, like, use they, them pronouns. Like, I will, if you misgenerate, like, I will misgender <laughs> you. Like, yeah, see how it feels. All right. Thank you, Nina. We're going to leave you alone. <laughs> what? I want to hear about <laughs> no angels, worries. though. Will you send us the syllabus of your class, please? Yeah, we need as yeah, much reading like, about angels as possible. Yeah, okay, it has all, it has all of the text on there. Is it like, and, wait, and some is of them it, are linked. like, one sec before you go, is it like Bible stuff and then like fiction stuff or like, th- like what, like, just give us a little hint. Yeah, there's, there's, there's some stuff from Aquinas and Augustine mm-hmm. and some medieval stuff and there's some, also some, uh, there, well, yeah, there's kind of John Dee and there's some sort of, uh, demon stuff as well mm-hmm. and stuff from Girard on and Satan but then I also look at all these media theorists because everybody like Michel Serre and others around the 80s got very obsessed with angels because they're messengers and so they thought that angels would be a brilliant way for understanding media theory hmm. and these yeah, theorists so kind of always on there yeah uh what about neon genesis the anime? <laughs> you know, I haven't seen, I uh, haven't seen I'm watching that. it right now. It's really good. There's a lot of angels. It's about fighting <laughs> angels. Yeah. But they're just called angels. I don't know. I really need a, a, a theorist yeah, like you to watch, uh, to to watch, watch Neon and Genesis and give me us. like a... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a good video of Alex know. Jones explaining it. Alex Jones watched it? And he didn't watch it, it, but he is explaining it. <laughs> That's like most of his stuff. He doesn't watch it. He just explains. But yeah. all right. Thanks, well, thank Nina. You we so love much. you so much. <laughs> you take care. Bye. 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 I'm in love with her. It's like a short, uh, short fake cultural criticism pieces. So it's like Nina Powers. Like it's like fake social commentary. This is Honor's upcoming book, by the yeah, way. Yeah, my upcoming book. Um, but it's all so dated now, and I hate it. It's like, it's like what my essay on what based and cringe means, like. That sounds funny. It's not like, it's not the same anymore. There's a whole like alphabet of like Zoomer terms and they're all, they've all shifted definitions and I'm Catholic. (laughs) So all of my questions in the book are answered. I have to to put a, I have to put a a note at the end be like, and all my problems could have been solved if I followed the rules. And I also like a shout out to Ion Pod Discord. I don't really understand like how you could love God ironically or how you could know if somebody else was doing something ironically ever. There's nothing ironic about God. I mean, there's, there's nothing, there's no difference between irony and sincerity now. Like I'm not going to get into some like yeah, weird, like semantics. post, uh, like a weird, like scribd download of post irony politics or whatever. But like you, like you can't, 
you can't use like none of these binaries anymore or none of these spectrums anymore. You literally like cannot use any words that exist to analyze anything or concept that exists anymore. And I don't know, they were saying like that I, I don't know, like it wasn't even that like I used like too big, they said, what did they, what was the thing like they said they were like garbled, uh, uh, it was actually a really good roast. Um, but I don't know. I really think it's cool that IonPod has like such a thriving community on uh, Discord. Like, why do they have a section, a section to show off your pets? Yeah, it's they have like three like, thousand sections. That? I noticed that also. A section to throw, show off pets, and one of the people who was giving me mad hate like posted a picture of their dog. I'm like, don't post a picture of that. Like, I'll go Elaine mode. All right. But no. Yo, bro. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. You're on the oh. air. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I made it on wet brain. Yeah. You, are you okay to be on right now? We have your consent to record? Um, No, no. You'll never have my consent, but I'm okay to be on. Okay. okay. That's good enough. Play it like that. <laughs> um, well, this is Peter no, Bach. I mean, I feel He's like... one of the greatest... Uh, okay, yeah, say this. He's one of the greatest... Um, what's it called when someone's multi-talented? Um... Polymath? Uh, but like, oh, uh, it's like a... Uh, not Mike Renaissance man. man. He's Renaissance a Renaissance man, man of narrative. <laughs> From memes at the Master of Come to film with assholes. Acting uh, seen in such shows as uh, I Just Want My Pants Back and Mozart in the Jungle and his upcoming debut novel, Silly Boy. All, the name's up for debate, but honestly, I've been... I have no other ideas. I Actually, think, I might steal I sent a you name a from Patrick huge... called the Millennial. I might steal the Patrick story title, The Millennial. Yeah, but actually, that, no, I mean, that no. would be nice because no. then there's Jordan Castro's book, The Novelist. The Novelist, The Millennial. Um, yeah, then it's too much. No, I think, you know, I, I just don't want to, you know, Sean's doing fuckboy. But I, before Jean died, I, I said if we found another boy book we could do a boy trilogy which would be i mean matthew could just write one um but remember i made you a whole list of book titles and i thought they were pretty oh, fire yeah. my life as a man yeah that's that's good i mean i think that might be taken male fantasies male fantasy white fragility <laughs> the only living boy in new york yeah, yeah. beast mode American Idiot, I, Apocalypse Now, The Graduate. Oh, I didn't even make up new names. I just stole them. Um, Something That Happened, I think, is a really good book title. I kind of think White Fragility 2 would be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, have you heard about my movie idea called 912? You're a filmmaker, so you'll actually really appreciate this. Okay, so I have this movie idea called 912. Basically, okay. um, it's like these hot popular girls in high school like one of the ones where they wear the skirts you know like it probably looks mm -hmm. like a castle in there i mean he wants he went to pr private stop school he would I, went to stop I went to river country school sorry. in the bronx okay so maybe we could maybe we could shoot there mm -hmm. but so basically the okay. hot it's the hot you know popular girls um and like the movie starts out and they're just being like you know normal teenagers like causing all sorts of mischief probably like figuring out who they're going to take to the winter social, that type of thing. And then um, one of them gets radicalized to ISIS on an image board. 
um, and she like gets the other ones really into ISIS, and then they plan a second 9/11 called 9/12. It's it's kind of like Skydiver meets Mean Girls meets The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, will you explain what Skydiver is? Because I don't know if Walter's seen it, and it's really the most, one of the most genius movies yeah. ever. It's a pre Wobble Palace, pre <laughs> um, Spree, pre uh, Wonderful Cloud, Eugene Cutler. Post narrative. Yeah, post narrative. Post reality. Also, post screen movie or pre screen movie explosion because I mean, Eugene, Eugene invented did it the screen with, movie. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that that's obvious, but people don't know that. I mean, mm-hmm. It's obvious to you and me, but the public listening doesn't get it. I mean, all the and, his whole crew then worked on Unfriended. Like, is that true? I didn't know that. Yeah, okay, he trained cool. them. But okay. anyway, long story short, Skydiver is about Eugene playing a guy who gets radicalized. But the narrative of a of a guy or group of girls who are hot and miniskirted getting getting radicalized is 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 like you yeah. know that it's going to be that Marvel movies and faith based movies that do the best mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. cinemas. God's Not Dead Six, directed by Walter Pierce. Well, you, you know it, it is it is true that. That, that those are the two genres that still clean up mm-hmm. in the cinema. But he like filmed all of Skydiver over uh, Skype calls, and the people people didn't know he was acting. Mm-hmm. Like, and he started acting like crazier and crazier, getting radicalized, growing a beard, um, and like people actually thought he was like breaking down. And then he recorded it all and released it. And it's just one of the craziest movies of all time. He'll have his moment someday. I think it's soon. Like. His breakthrough. Yeah. And then, like, the. Well, you know, Eugene and I are, are doing a, a, a sort of remake of My Dinner with Andre called My Dinner with Eugene. Oh. It could be that. that Whose grandpa could produced that. that movie? Because I found a meme on my phone where it's like a bunch of girls looking like, ooh, and it's like POV, your grandpa produced My Dinner with Andre. It might have just Whoa, been like wait, the who's, who's grandfather? That's what I'm asking. I've just made this meme out of nowhere. I think so. Um, but Eugene hates theater, and My Dinner with Andre is about theater. Well, we're, it's going to be a really loose redo. Mm-hmm. We're really just taking the title. So it, you guys are just doing a podcast. Another. My Dinner with Andre is a second <laughs> we're podcast. Doing a fil- a- we're doing a filmed podcast that it also is food-centric. Um, and it's just going to be the format. You yeah, should, totally. It, it's a podcast. You movie. should direct okay, the okay, fine, film Honor. debut. It's just going to be a podcast. You should. No, you should kidding. direct the film adaptation of Wet Brain. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're already well, in a bidding you know, war with a couple I, big studios. Yeah, yeah, but true, yeah. True, true. I, I know. I know Jonah called you, and I know that Elijah Woods Company called you, and uh-huh. I, I, I really do like those guys. Uh-huh. But I think there's something that I could bring to the film that, that they, they don't have. Right? That they don't have. Yeah, which is. Um, Basically, just uh, fluids, more more fluids, but but, but water. Yeah. Like it, that. It's that, that that there's scenes where you guys are at a water park. That's and actually I'm really cool. That, I love water parks. I got kind of freaked out. I mean, now I can't go because I like I'm not. Yeah, a but kid, think, but... Walter, think about it. I know how. I know that you're scared of water parks, and if we do have that conflict's going to be sort of such That'll a driving central force. Central, there, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, because um, Connor's very pro water park. You're very anti. So your movie, Assholes, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it, but like, is it technically like magical realism? Or like, it's not absurdist, but there's a part where a demon comes mm-hmm. through. Yeah, actually, some some sort of uh, academic guy wrote a paper about how it's magical real- realism. So I guess he would say yes. Well, we've been talking yeah. a lot about demons, and your movie was like the first film oh, i ever saw that like demonic? really 
I, Do you think that's why Patrick Ritter's Life Tips hasn't watched it yet? Because he's worried that it's demonic and that he like, and then he'll be suddenly become worried about me. Um. Yeah. Also, like Patrick and Matthew, like can't even say the word poo. Right. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe I could. I could try to like. No, no, that's too much work for me. But Censor. maybe someone, maybe one of the listeners can make it censored. Do you believe in demons, so, Peter? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, can you def- like, what's, what's your definition? What's I don't know, but your movie's very scary. Like, it's not even gross. It's scary at times. And it's really, I don't know. We're plugging it. People watch assholes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, thanks. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't watched it, but I will give it, a, I'm going to give it a shot tonight. Yeah, um, I think, I mean, be careful. It might become one of your new favorites. But <laughs> I, I, I need a new favorite. Do you have a new yeah, film in yeah. the works or any uh, things to plug? Yeah, I'm, making, I'm trying to make this uh, sci-fi film. Yep. Wow. RachelOrmont.com. Exciting. Which is uh, in the Brown Family Extended Universe because the, the, the newer plot, the, newer, the, the, the more immediate plug is my sister's movie actors mm-hmm. which is coming out and actually honor you teased the plot of actors i haven't finished your whole ion pod episode but you briefly said something that surprised me and i wonder if you still stand by it but you were just like oh i would i would i would transition as a man for performance and i mean a, i didn't say that betsy's I movie said, is about that yeah. so were you thinking betsy's film? no betsy's thing is like much maybe. more like a sincere than I could ever be according to the Ion Discord which you should really go on and defend me but like no I thought you said sincere sincere ironic no I'm saying I'm using it in their terms but like if I was maybe like a foot taller and had like something traumatic or traumatically good happen to me in high school like who knows like I could have just I don't know I don't like being a woman like that's not that good but um honestly like coming out as Catholic is like harder than coming out as transgender like like nobody <laughs> yeah, believes yeah, me right nobody now, believes sure. me they think it's for performance it's like imagine well, I was, maybe this is a good lesson to you honor to when you uh to be more open-armed to other people's struggles i am open-armed do you think walter do you think that's something she struggled with no no i think honor is a very loving person but i think you know i have a very open mind i'm trying to close it so yeah, that i don't like demons my mind has true. been so open that demons I mean, are people in. have way too much of an open mind lately mm-hmm. that's like a definite fact but peter i'm gonna hang up now um i'm starting okay. to get freaked out but i'm really happy to have you on the show yeah you gotta come into studio uh, next time you yeah, and Ava. you gotta co- sure, we need sure, both yeah. of you guys in the studio and we're gonna do a bunch of calls together yeah, I have some calls I actually do need to do. Yeah, make, yeah. So you might as well awesome. do them on air. Alrighty. Oh, All right. Love you, Bye, Peter. Love you. Bye. Please state your name after the tone, and Google Voice will try to connect you. Well, in honor. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so he gets a message saying, like, well, oh, in honor. <laughs> Hey, Tao, what's going on? It's Walt. An honor. Hi, thanks for calling me. How are you? Thanks Good. for coming thanks on. Thanks so much for coming Congratulations. on. Congratulations. Tomorrow's a big day. Yeah, big day. The- I, I've been hyped up because uh, every day I see thousands of memes reminding me what's happening August 3rd, so I'll never forget. The interns are working hard. Are you excited? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. It's finally coming up. Did you ever submit your book to Bill Clegg? No. Uh, can I send it to you first? Not that you have to read it uh, all the way through. Mm-hmm. You read the first three things and then mm-hmm. see if it's... 
I I don't know. I I don't know. I'm too nervous and I hate it. But let's talk about your book. Mm. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I should like just do that today. Yeah, I think that would be good. He's happy. He's looking forward to reading it. Really? He's heard. He knows who I am. Thank you. I heard someone say "clegged up in the wild" like a complete stranger, like a complete thirty-five-year-old woman. Yeah. Not thirty-five-year-old woman. What? We have to bleep that mm. and stuff. But you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, people just use Taipei mode to mean a short marriage. Like, how does it feel to make a whole ass expression? Yeah. <laughs> Taipei was my favorite book when I was eighteen. I read it like fifteen times. Mm. Yeah, I, I remember hanging out with you once. Yeah, well, yeah, we hung out when I was like around that age, a little older, with Mira, and you guys. Yeah, also you. Met, yeah, you guys did a reading, and I remember I was signing books as Mira. <laughs> like. Yeah, was, that was fun. Where was it? And uh, I, I'm sure I would have McNally, loved to be invited. I want to say McNally Jackson. You were probably in high school. Still. Yeah. Um, are you going to come to society to promote your book in person, or have you left? Left. No, I'm only doing virtual events. Mm. Cool. From Hawaii. That's cool. We should come visit you in Hawaii. Get some sun. Mm. Yeah, I'm on the Big Island. The Big Island. Perfect. Yeah, maybe yeah. Should, let's get that planned. I mean, uh, you could use some sun. Patrick, on there. really? Yeah, yeah, Patrick already looked at the nearest hotel to, <laughs> to where he estimated. Now, um, I don't know what 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 do we ask him? We have this man for three more minutes. He's very know. busy. I'm nervous now. I'm nervous. Yeah. Tao, what do you want to say to the listeners slash to us? Yeah, I'm nervous too. Really? I think. Yeah, I just don't know what to say on podcasts. Yeah. It's okay. Neither, neither do we, so we just talk too much. Yeah, we've gotten some pretty bad reviews. Do you read your bad reviews, like when you were young and your first books came out and people said mean stuff about you on all those blogs and stuff? Did you read every single thing or not? Yeah, I, I think I've read everything about me. <laughs> everything. I, it's just interesting. Um, do you have like I've a... I've been reading a book called 1996 that that we could talk about. Yeah, let's talk about it. What is it about? Have either of you heard of this thing called gang stalking? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a targeted individual. I can't speak. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, What, what, this book is about that? Yeah, it's written by this woman, Gloria Naylor. Her first novel, it won the National Book Award and it was turned into a mini series by Oprah. And that came out in 1983. And then her last book came out in 2005 and it's called 1996. And it's about how in 1996, she started getting gang stalked, apparently. And then- Wow, and that's before the trend. It was before uh, the word gang stalking, did that exist as a word yet or a term? I don't think it did. And she doesn't use the term in the book, but she writes about it. And then it seems like her normal big publisher wouldn't publish it and she had to go with a small publisher and it didn't get any media coverage, almost didn't get any. And it seems like people just, now mainstream media thinks everyone who's gang stalked is just paranoid and suffering from some mental illness. 
but this book by Gloria Naylor, it seems like the one book written by the person with most credibility. And even with the Oprah TV miniseries and the National Book Award, she couldn't get any coverage for it after publishing it. I mean, and that's what it just, is to be a targeted individual. Yeah. I mean, they have it's it out an, for her. Yeah. I recommend this book. It's only like 130 pages. Like a snack. Has she done anything since? Is she alive? No, she published it in 2005, and she died of a heart attack in 2016, never published anything else. Wow, that's tragic. Yeah, I follow a couple of people on TikTok who record, like, like look at what the cars are doing, like, obviously, and then everybody comments, like, I'm in your walls, like, look out for a red car later today. <laughs> and it's a, it's a huge, and then there are a bunch of, like, hot girls pretending to be gang stalked. It's, it's, like, such a trend. But I think it's, um, it's probably real. Like, pretty much, pretty much everything's real, right? Yeah, there's no such thing as a conspiracy. Like, there's truth to all of it. Yeah, yeah. Some of it's and just, she, like, metaphors. Like, hyperborean, yeah. it's a metaphor. Or, mm. what if... Or like ginger yeah. Jesus. Like yeah. Jesus was a redhead born in the cave. Yeah. And she thinks it's the NSA doing it. Oh. Yeah, that makes sense to me. I mean, after what they're doing yeah. to my man Tucker. Yeah, true. Can't go after a journalist. Journalists yeah, are especially such a highly respected one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you think you've ever been meddled with uh, by higher powers or just lower powers? What did you say? Do you think your career or life has ever been meddled with by anybody, any like higher power organization or just like lower, like, you know, stupid women on Twitter? I haven't noticed, noticed anything. Yeah. Anything big happening yet. But it seems like it's a possibility. Yeah. I yeah. think it could happen to anybody. No, nah, I'm the exact opposite. Yeah. It feels like Everyone's it feels like happy. the CIA has me on payroll. Well, Honor just likes to think that she's on a lot of watch lists. No, I don't. I don't like to think I'm on a lot of watch lists. I'm sorry. But I just was in a group chat on January 6th with Baked Alaska (laughs) when he was at the Capitol. So I was like, oh, they should have my number. They probably do. Yeah. They have everyone's number. Do you use DuckDuckGo, Tao? What did you say? Do you use DuckDuckGo or Google? Yeah, I do use DuckDuckGo. I I switched to that. I'm pretty sure they can just get any anything though no matter what you do i feel like yeah i think it'd be cool if one of our unemployed friends just worked for the nsa i'm sure they have a lot of job openings because they're expanding yeah right? i think they're, yeah. All, they're like probably the largest growing corporation in the world but cia like cia won't share any intelligence with them right now it's like they're how can the thing. government, how can different branches of the government even beef with each other? How is that even possible? They always do that. The FBI is always yeah. beefing too. Do yeah. you believe in democracy, Tao? Democracy? What do you mean? I don't know. It just seems like it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Actually, I don't know. Politics yeah, are I, super boring, but like, it's kind of just funny that democracy does not work and everyone's defending it all the time. Like, yeah, whatever is happening now, it's not working big time. Yeah, and it hasn't worked for a pretty long time. So yeah. the option is leave society. Leave society out August third. <laughs> this yeah. is like this is going to be bigger than January sixth. Yeah, 
different sort of insurrection. Yeah, August 3rd is the... That'd be a... If I was going to make you an ad, I would be like, August 3rd. If you thought January 6th was big, wait till you see August 3rd. Leave society by Talib in stores now. Yeah. A danger. Yeah. I can't wait to read it, Tao. I really can't. I've been looking forward to it actually for very many months. Um... And I'll just yeah. shoot you a text. I remember when it was when just a when it was just a dream. Yeah, it was just a dream. It was just a twinkle in it was just and a twinkle in my roommate's my, eye. Now it's here. Wow. And it's a good cover, mm, too. Yeah. Not as good as Trip's cover. That's like one of the best covers. Mm. Yeah, maybe it's a I'll better cover. Sure. I don't know. Get my public and mail mail you one Oh, uh, thanks so much, Tal. I'll text you. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for coming on the show, Tal. Thank you we for love coming you. On. August third. Yeah, thanks for calling me. Of course. We'll talk Bye. soon. Bye. Bye. Caroline Calloway. If you really need me, send me a text. If not, I'll get back to you on voicemail day. What's voicemail day? day. Okay. I'm to getting go. freaked out today, honestly. Me too, but like it's just because I'm undercaffeinated, overtired. I'm like uh tired. Like I went I think I like went a little too hard with my exercising today. Oh damn. Like I, Are we recording right now? Yeah. Are you okay saying that on air? That I exercise? That you exercise too hard? Yeah. No, I don't know why that wouldn't be not okay. Because that's like embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. It's like, I don't know. Yeah, I a lot my, of people work out until myself, they puke. No, I didn't do that, but I pushed myself to the limit today for sure. You need but, to eat and it's some all protein. Bec- it's all because um, this stupid girl wrote a stupid sub stack and in it she said um, that I weigh 112 pounds. Oh, what a... Uh- what a compliment. Why is And ever since then I've I've started lifting weights. 112 pounds of pure muscle. No, I'm I was so skinny, but I'm not that I'm getting some muscle now, so you know, it is what it is. 111 pounds. That's my like best weight. That, that's your goal. That's not my goal. It's You think I'm that fat? No, no, no I no, I am I you're literally con- You're starting to freak me out again. <laughs> Sorry. Um it's okay. But so Oh, I yeah. keep getting this message on Instagram that says, try again later. We limit how often you can do. So, does that mean we went too chopped on that? We want to skits now. I think posting? it, yeah. They started deleting things and like, they're not even in the archive. Um, well, uh, just a, I mean, of course we're getting censored already. Um, Typical. Yeah, it's like, it's powerful. Like when you get, if we got deplatformed, like which we never would because we're not dangerous enough, you know? to the state or something like that's like that's like when society leaves you when yeah society leaves you but i don't know sometimes society has to leave you for you to be able to have the strength to leave society yeah like there's people that got like mega mega canceled and they live like really good lives now like up in the woods with their like wife and kids and stuff yeah like i don't know like go i'm not gonna become an prim if i got canceled like no, but like, well, maybe. But like I'm, go yeah, I'm trying Kaczynski to buy. Mode. No, I'm trying to buy land and you know uh, raise a family. But um, wait, what was it? Sorry, I'm just reading all of our um messages, tips, and stuff about the podcast. Somebody been, says, somebody says, wet brain, wet brain, leave society, please. Who said that? No, they didn't say please. Oh. Um, I don't know, a random thing. Um, 
somebody said wet brain sounds like it's sloppy top mm-hmm. i honestly don't feel like we're whining very much but we don't whine at all they're they they just don't listen that's just to my them. voice that's just exactly that's literally how i talk i'm yeah. not whining at all but the thing is they're gonna i mean they might hate this episode because there was times where it was a bit niche where, it wasn't I think it was niche in the right way. They said right. they said no, like local gossip, and this is uh, yeah. cultural gossip. Yeah, that's like, true. And like if you can't right? keep up with the culture, then that's not our problem. Yeah, I understand like, if you don't want to hear about Zans at Bacaro or Baccaro. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I like hearing about like other people's lives, random random people that I don't know. But like, I guess it's you know I, we're not cultural commentary though. Is that well? We're not, yeah, we're not, we're far. From we're not like theorists. red scare. We're not theorists yeah, like we're red far scare. From culture and we're not comedians like Comtown. Yeah. So what are we? Um, and we're not historians we're, we're like sixteen nineteen podcast. We're just skits. <laughs> historians. We're just skits. No, we're not even skits. It's like now we've said that word too many times. It like it's starting to mean <laughs> nothing. It's like it's like but, uh, no words mean anything. That's the whole point. Yeah, it's time to make some new words. But all I can think of is sounds like. Like. We should do a pure ASMR episode. Oh, Ali Michael does amazing ASMR. Really? Yeah. We should get her on. We should get her on. I could probably get her on. Does she have a YouTube channel? No, I like. She made this like short film for something with Mitch, and it was like really good and like pretty hot. I love it when models just have like another real talent. Yeah. Like a really strong talent. Most models are very talented, they beautiful, are. smart. It's because looks get you a long way. And intelligence correlate. The better mm-hmm. looking you are, the smart. No, I don't know if that's true. But that can't be true. But uh, It can't be true, but also what is ugly? True. I mean, don't ask me. No, I don't know. Uh, I think. Hi, Grammy. You're you're currently on air on my podcast, not live. This is my friend Walter, and this is my Grammy Arlene. Hey, nice to meet you. How are you doing? Nice to meet you. I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Just sitting with honor. Uh Aha. So what's up? Just chilling. Just chilling, trying to figure out who to call next on our podcast. We call a lot of people. We tried his grandma, and now we got you. Uh-huh. Um, do you have any, like, really juicy gossip? Oh, my God, I do, but I can't share it. Can you share it but, like, change the names? It's too terrible. No, you had to tell us now. Grammy. It's too terrible. Please, Okay, say us. it with, like, a celebrity's name. even if you change the names, I mean, how far does this get out or whatever? I mean, okay. It- um, well, I will just say, Google um, your cousin. Would he be your cousin? He would be like your second cousin. Google your second cousin, Ivan Terrence Torbert in Australia. <gasps> and the news. Are you joking? I've seen him all over my Twitter feed. The blue eyed killer. That's my cousin. Blue-eyed killer. Oh my god! Because because his guys, eyes are, are so piercing blue. No, you haven't seen this all over your Twitter feed. Like all of like the sort of racist people on Twitter who post about like 
eyes meaning different yeah. things for people's lives. They all posted a picture of this guy saying very surprising because he has the most piercing blue eyes. Do you, are you are you oh, pranking wow. me? What? Are you pranking me? Pranking you. Pranking what? me. Pranking me. <laughs> pranking you? No. He's he's my brother Pat's youngest son. Torbert. That's our family oh name. God, that Ivan Torbert pleads not guilty to frenzied machete attack and threatening to finish the job. That's job. Oh, Grammy, you came through. Yeah, you did a great job. Wow. Yeah. Is he in... Is he... Have you ever met him? Yes. And you may have, too, the no. last time he was here. But you were very little, so you might not remember him. And the way I found this out was he met, you know, like all of Marilyn's children when he was here. And they were wondering, what happened to Ivan? We haven't seen Oh, wait, no. Never mind. This is a Polish so criminal who had a machete so that they're talking about on Twitter. It's different. Phew. Okay. What? It's a different criminal they're talking about on Twitter. Don't worry. They're not oh, talking well, about But he's him. also a killer. He's also well, no. He didn't kill the guy, but he chopped his legs all up, uh, and so he got five years in prison because he's a paranoid schizophrenic. They let him off easy. Australia. And what is so weird is both of my brother Pat. He had two children, both sons. They're both paranoid schizophrenics, and we've <laughs> lost we've lost contact with the older one. That that everybody knew better shannon what if and, he flies to australia to finish the he, job he as torber says he, i wonder if he, honor has any of those genes <laughs> uh i don't think so because they came my brother pat obviously was pat because they were two different mothers you know pat could try to blame the first mother for the first one but when he ends up with two sons from two different mothers and they're both grow up to become paranoid schizophrenics obviously it was his genes the chief justice in australia says that he's found that the prospects of torbert's rehabilitation are at best average hmm. yeah well it's really hard with a paranoid schizophrenic and if they don't stay on their medications and besides that pat sort of abandoned him basically you know <laughs> and my brother mike said well when he talked to both pat and shannon both of them said they just wanted to kill Pat. Wow. So, uh, That's a pretty chop story. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing it. Wow. Severed, um, severed a really, section of a section of bone was severed. She really came through with the gossip. Wow. Do you know why he attacked this guy? To attack the guy, they had. Uh, if you read the beginning of the story, they had pawned a bicycle or something, mm -hmm. and then. Uh, Ivan thought this guy had stolen something from him. It sounds like they're basically homeless. Huh. Well, we got to call our Australian so, friend now to check so in. Ivan went to his, uh, this guy's house and he was trying to fix his own bicycle. And the next thing you know, he's chopping up his legs and tried to chop his body and head. But the guy used like a tire or something to protect himself. Until mm -hmm. he could scream and get help and have Ivan run away. But um, wow! Well, thank you I'm for sorry. the story, Grammy. That was amazing. It was really nice to meet you, despite the circumstances. All right, sorry. Love you. Talk soon. <laughs> if you thought this episode was chopped, please subscribe to our Patreon. You won't believe what's on the other side of that paywall. Patreon.com/slash/wetbrain. W-e-t-b-r-a-n. Yeah.
A-I-N. Love you guys. Love you.